AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Bootleg Kev Show special guest, The Big Three, just dropped, ladies and gentlemen. My guy, Roddy Rich. Yes, sir. Compton is in the building, man. What's going on, champion? It's been a minute since I've seen you. I haven't seen you. Uh, I mean, I think I saw you a couple of like little parties or something, but I really ain't like locked in with you. I feel like since before the pandemic, man. Mm-hmm. Been a minute, bro. How are you though? I'm chilling, bro. Everything's good. You feeling good? Always. Yo, uh, dropping these three records kind of give me um, the thought process behind. Because I know you've been teasing "Feed the Streets" Volume Three. Mm-hmm. So, what is the purpose of you know giving us a little sampler, a little a little taste before you uh, you give us the next project? Shit, I'm really just ready to drop music, bro. I'm just ready to drop, ready to get a fans what they want to hear. Just give them some more music and. Stay in tune with them, feed them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you feel like um do you feel like the feedback to the second album lit a fire under you to like get back to kind of just putting the foot on the neck in terms of just dropping? Cause you know, we had the pandemic, obviously you drop a number one album, the pandemic happens. Was it two and a half years since I think just two. About two years since, you know, yeah. in between albums. But yeah. I feel like, you know, sometimes you take a situation like you know some of the feedback you were getting some people let it kind of shake them but i feel like you're like super locked in right now i heard all three records are crazy yeah i mean i ain't really like i feel like shit i'm about to go gold feel me sell five hundred thousand copies i know a lot of niggas that don't even do that so most people don't do that you feel me so i just feel like shit it's a body of work i feel like maybe if they didn't enjoy it it wasn't for them that's yeah. fair yeah that's fair um how far along are you with Be the Streets Three? Shit, I mean, it's just a, it's more of a movement lifestyle, more so right now. It just uh, you know, just a state of being where I'm at. Okay, it ain't really a project. I wouldn't say. <clears throat> I feel like 
I just want to do more when it comes to, you know, when it comes to feeding my fans outside the music, just more of so, um, you know, just activations, uh, traveling and being able to touch different people and, you know, help those who need to be helped. And it's more of a movement than anything. That's fair. So, so you spent $100,000 at Tootsie's in Miami. This is a thing that actually happened? Yeah. That's a serious amount of money in Tootsie's. Did you, how many fried lobster tails with seafood rice did you order there? Uh, every time. It's the best, right? Yeah. <laughs> are you getting the shoulder rub? Are you having the massage lady rub you down? Every time. People don't even realize it's not even like a dancer who rubs your shoulders because a lot of people haven't been to Tootsie's because they hear Drake rapping about it. Yeah. It's just like, there's like legit masseuses walking no, around the strip club. It's just a vibe, club. you feel me? It's like, you know, it's just more so a vibe. Like, that's when you go to Miami, just trying to vibe. And that that's like one of them, like one of my favorites. You go to Tootsie's, you get the fried lobster tail and you get a massage. Yeah. You get rubbed down. Kicking it. It's a vibe for sure. Yeah. Is that the most you've spent at a strip club? I wouldn't even consider it a strip club like that. It's more so just a a place to just vibe. Like, we listen to our own music in there. We be in our own world. I'll be after the studio. It's just more so just a chill time for me. What is um, your, outside of L.A., is is Miami up there as far as your favorite city outside of L.A. to visit? I mean, that's like, I live there too. So it's like. So you got a crib there? That's that's what's going on type shit. Nice. And no state tax if you live in Miami. Yeah, it's more of a back and forth situation. Like, But your primary residence should be in Florida. You'll save a lot of money. No, nah, I feel that too. I feel that too. It just, you know, I get the money thing. It's just more so just a peace of mind is over all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. being able to be just kicking it and just be cool. Like, that's what I be fucking with out there. Um, You obviously reuniting with Mustard on, on uh, the first track on this one. Uh, what is it about you and Mustard's chemistry, you think, that just makes everything so special every time y'all link on a joint. On a, I just feel like you guys are batting a thousand percent, man. Always. Yeah, no, it ain't. I just feel like we, it's more so bigger. Like, everything is big. It's deeper than rap, more so. <clears throat> With me and him, it's just more so. We got so many songs, it's just time to just give them out at this point. Like, we got to just go ahead and just do what we need to do. Because I just feel like the West is like, we got to just give them what they want. We gotta, we gotta be the ones that they spinning, and we gotta stay on their neck more. Would you and Mustard ever do a full collab project? Is that, I know I'm fans. Hundred thousand percent. Is that something you guys like seriously consider doing? Hundred thousand percent. How many records that we haven't heard are just in on? It's our, just a lot, bro. A it's, lot. It's more to count. It's more than you can count more. So we got ideas, songs with other niggas. We got our own shit. Like we just, we just vibe like. It's far past, like, all right, we're going to do a project, bro. We're going to, you know, it's just like we just more so homies, brothers, like more on that type of time. So it's like whenever we in whatever city we go, he loading beats, I'm rapping on them shits. It ain't no, like, expectation from it. And I feel like that's why we get the best results because it's not no pressure when it comes to us. Like, 100%. Um, Post Malone, somebody who embraced you really early. Um, uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to the tour that's coming out. Obviously, Cooped Up is crazy. Yeah. Uh, Talk about y'all's friendship because he's a great guy, somebody you can hang out with, get drunk with. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I've lost a beer pong a bunch of times against yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but That's talk about that friendship, man. Uh, like I said, he a real nigga more so than anything. I feel like this is just a full circle moment us doing this tour together. It's more so just speaks volumes to him and our relationship, our friendship. He took me out on the road when he had already sold out the Europe tour. So 
just getting back on the road with him and doing it the right way is feel like perfect time. It feel like a good time to do that shit. Have you uh, ever participated in a game of beer pong against Posty? Yeah. Hell yeah. Did you hang in there? Yeah. I'd be cool. I, bro, that shit don't really bother me. Like, I don't really get drunk like that, to be honest. What's the go-to? Like, if you're drinking, though, are you... I've, everyone's been on tequila, really, since the pandemic started, so... Yeah. Is it, I mean, are you still on the tequila, or what are we doing? The tequila, cool. I, I, you know, I feel like I need to really just make my own tequila. That's like... That would be the that would be the play. Yeah. Everyone's got... Uh, uh, I ain't old enough yet, though. How do you got to be to make your own tequila? I think 25. Really? Like to sponsor it in. Do I didn't know that. Shit. I think so. Damn. Same with cars. You can't sponsor a car company. Well, you know you can't 25. rent a car by yourself unless you're 25. I don't rent. But I'm saying like you can't even rent <laughs> a car. You, if you're 25, like I couldn't. Yeah. Like, like I'm I remember, glad I'm in the position I'm in. Shit. I, no, you're you're obviously fine. I just mean in general. Like yeah, guys yeah, can't yeah. even rent cars unless you're 25. No, I know what you're saying. It's wild. I'm just, I'm shit. I'm grateful being in a position I ain't got to rent. Shit. How many cars you got? Um, like eight, nine, eight. So give me your your favorite car and your most expensive car that you own. Uh, my favorite car, my first car, my Hellcat, the one I bought in twenty mm, eighteen, nineteen, uh, twenty twenty. Um, it's a Daytona edition Hellcat. Uh, I think they made like 500 of those it's in, inside. The first car I got with blue stitching. Oh, nice. So uh, blue detail and shit. And then I put it on 4Gs. That's like my favorite car. But uh, my most expensive cars is the, is the Rose and the, uh, and the uh, Ferrari. Yeah. The Ferrari? Yeah. Yeah, the Ferrari's a, it's a serious boy, man. Both of them have. They're cool. Yeah. I feel like any car that I could go that fast in, I'm probably, I'm just, I'm freaked out about it, man. Yeah. I got something else for their ass, though. I'm about to do some shit that ain't nobody ever did. Or probably niggas done did it, but not in the last 10 years. What? Get a new car. Fire shit. Fire shit. Like an old school? Nah, some new shit. Some well, what new if, shit. well, what is it that you haven't done, that people haven't done in 10 years? They got to see it. <clears throat> if I say it, air to, you feel me, it's going to air, niggas going to see it, and niggas going to try to do it. I'm going to just pop up with that motherfucker, though. You getting the old school Hummer? Nah. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out. I'm thinking 10 years ago. I'm thinking 10 years ago. No, I'm saying that a nigga ain't dead. Like, I ain't seen nobody really bust it. Mm. So it's time for me to just go ahead and make that my lane. You feel me? Would you consider yourself a car enthusiast? No, I just like, I just like cars. Like, it's just a thing. I like cars. I like uh, diamonds and I like certain shit. Obviously. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, diamonds on your, on your neck, man. That's a, it's a serious amount of uh of ropes. Yeah. Shout uh, out to your jeweler. Whoever did those is definitely uh appreciating your 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 customership for sure. Best jeweler in the game. Who's your who's your who's your jeweler? Uh, Elliot. Shout out to Elliot. Yeah. He got Wayne though. He got future. He got some niggas that spend more money than me. Hey, you're very um I feel like in the last couple of years you've been very selective about who you do records with. Like, I feel like a lot of people yeah. would be in your position and we'd hear them on a lot more other artist project. But I feel like with you, um, like when you hop on a track, it's very like few and far between. Mm -hmm. 42 Doug record, mm -hmm. uh, the NLE Chopper record. Um, 
what is it like that has to click for you to like actually get on some shit? Because I'm sure if you wanted to, you could be on everyone's fucking album. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. Is there? I just feel like <clears throat> it's just my personality. I'm selected with my women. I'm selected with even music. I'm selected with the clothes I put on. I'm selected with the people I hang around. It's just more so lifestyle. So you know, when it comes to business, sometimes people may think it's a little crazy for me to turn down a lot of shit. But I just gotta fuck with it too. And you got you have to like really fuck with the person or be at least be a fan of what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. More so, you know, because a lot of times, you know, I just don't. I don't want nobody singing along to a song that I'm on, and I don't really like the song. That's just the simplicity of it. Do you ever look back at some of the old shit you you did before maybe, like, you were in the position you're in now and, like, be like, damn. Because, you know, I feel like most artists, when you're on that independent grind, yeah, you might pull up in a city, you might get a bag for a feature, you might get a bag for a hook, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we all have been there before. but Everybody has, for yeah, sure. Just me being who I am at, at this point, I feel like I just stand more firm on what I believe. And I just do what I want to do at this point. Whatever happened to the Drake song? I know there was at least one. Yeah. Like, why did we never... I remember you were telling me and head about them. I think we are at Real Street Fest and, and we were talking about it. But, like, whatever happened yeah. to the Drake shit dropping? Like, why did that never come out? I don't really know, honestly. Fair enough. I'm but, not sure you have a lot of songs that don't come out, but obviously, you know, that's... Yeah, I mean, like, bro, me, I don't bank on... Doing no song with nobody, bro. You talking to a nigga. I went diamond by myself. I don't. Yeah, when you think of a record like The Box, that's a song that um. I think of like how, you know, there's a lot of records like Jay-Z and Kanye's in Paris. Roddy Rich's The Box, like where you would be in the club and you could play <laughs> yeah. that bitch for 15 minutes straight. Yeah. Back to back to that's back. That's cool. That's cool. There's probably like three or four of those in the last like 15 years. Yeah. And that's one of them. That's hard. Like, it's crazy to, like, think. I appreciate like, that. That's crazy. That's hard. Bro, I mean, shit. I'm sure you've been in the club where they brought that bitch back. I mean, dog, that. No, I mean, yeah. But when you, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, shit, yeah. That's, that's, that's hard, though. Shit. Diamond record, man. Yeah. Yeah. Have you thought of, um, because I think, like, you also are, like, get in these, get in this bag where, um, you kind of get on your R&B shit. I'm thinking of the high fashions, the late at nights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're shit for the ladies. Have you ever thought about putting out, like, a a little pack of a bunch of those? It could come. You feel me? It's just all of how I feel. I feel like that's just a portion of who I am when it comes to that type of music. You know, I, I'm, you know, I'm cool with a lot of, I have a lot of female friends cool with, and, you know, that's just a part of my life. Like, got to cater to them, man. A lot of the times, the, the niggas is going to listen to what the females is listening to. For sure. So it's like, shit, I just, sometimes I like to cater to them. And I like to make songs for them. Yeah. Any uh, videos shot off of these three that we just dropped? Yeah, Real Talk. Um, Real Talk's crazy. Yeah, we did the video for that. Already shot? Yeah, I directed it. Yo, your videos are fucking getting to the point where they're like little movies, bro, like, Appreciate that for real. Like I've been, I've been, I remember like back in the day it was JD film shooting the shit. It was very like yeah, on the yeah, spot. Yeah, like, yeah. but even then, you feel me? We had the vision. Like, and even then there was there was like light concepts going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, no, we had the vision. Like that's why I say I've been directing my videos since I came out. That's just part of my artistry. So now I just get I, I'm blessed to be able to work with you know um, you know great creators in a space. Mm -hmm. You feel me? It's just like the exes and the niggas I looked at their videos when I was young. Um, 
you know, so. And you're blessed to be able to execute a lot of your visions to the fullest, right? Yeah, so. Because sometimes when you're coming up and you're hungry and you might have a great, great idea, but ideas take money sometimes to execute, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, but I feel like shit with every season or die young or a lot of that shit, it was still our idea and it just, we was, we was limited to just our circumstances. So that's just what we showed. And I feel like that's what made it so pure and that's what made people fuck with it. But now at this point, it's just like we, we, we accessible to, we have access to a lot more. And I feel like that's just where we at. And I want to feed my fans that as well. I don't want to limit them to what we what you know, cancel them out of what we accessible to. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard someone say recently that per capita Compton has produced the best rappers ever. Yeah. Guys like yourself, the game, Kendrick, Cube. I mean, Cube, I mean, Cube's, you know, obviously been a bunch of men. South Central. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. think of NWA straight out of Compton, okay, you know, Easy E. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm curious, you know, uh, Kendrick dropped a body of work that, um, to me, you really had to sit with to really uh, fully appreciate it. I'm, I'm just curious your thoughts on the Kendrick album, if you got to sit with it. Yeah, I mean, I've been a lot, a lot. I've been working on my own shit, but. I've been listening to tidbits and pieces of it, and I, you know, I feel like I understand that he's in a place where he's putting music out to push the the culture forward, and you feel me, just get us to make different shit, and it's still sticking at the mm-hmm. same time. So it's just like that's what it's about at the end of the day, just doing what you want to do and creating the art that you could be proud of. And you feel me? I feel like he does an amazing job at that and putting artwork together and releasing it to the people and how it should be. I'm curious, um, LA has, I feel like right now we're in a great space as a city in terms of just the talent that's bubbling in, <coughs> in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of people are working together as to where maybe like four or five years ago it felt a little segregated. Um, mm-hmm. Who are some of the young LA artists that got your attention, man, that you're that you're just a fan of from, you know, and I know you got your guys that, that, that are in your circle that are dope, but like, mm-hmm. who are you fucking with? Shit, I feel like shit. Uh, Bino and Blast is doing it, and they thug. Blast is crazy. Bino's crazy. Yeah, they doing they thug. And another young homie uh, from Compton, name is um, Siete. Siete's hard. Yeah, he's doing his thug, and he and he changing the game. You feel me? As we should. I feel like all the guys I'm naming, you know, they 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 doing it in their lane, and they and they stick it to their thing. So I can always fuck with that. You feel me? Like. Definitely a nigga just being himself and doing his stuff. Yo, you've gotten to the point of famous where you can't even go to a basketball game without people assuming that you're dating that person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. at what point, was there a specific moment where you realized shit was just different? Like, like shit really is different now. Like, you can't move the way you maybe used to move. Was there, like, a specific moment where you just kind of realized, like, fuck, like... I don't be tripping, like, at the end of the day, I just move... How I want to, and I feel like in that, you feel me? I'm I'm able to still be discreet and do my own thug. Like, um, you know, I just feel like shit. The world is gonna think whatever they want to, but at the end of the day, I just I move cool. I don't bother nobody. Don't nobody bother me. You feel me? And I fuck with who I fuck with. And it's just that that's how I be, really. That's fair, man. Um, I know you're sitting on a bunch of music. I'm curious. How many different times, because over a two-year period, we went, obviously, you had your first tour, which was crazy because you were you were performing in venues that um, were big, but, but for as big as the album was, 
you know, the, the tour was already booked. So you were selling out like 2000 seat seaters, you know what I'm saying? But I, I don't feel like you really had the moment that you deserve to have touring wise because the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you deal with like kind of having to sit down? I know you lost out on a lot of festival money cause that summer was going to be crazy for you. Like, mm-hmm. did you just like, how did you redirect all that energy? Like in the middle of the pandemic, that shit was kind of crazy the first like six or seven months, man. Yeah. I feel like it's all in God's timing. And, you know, I feel like, um, just who I am. I just always accept that you feel me, what God has for me is for me and what is not is not. And, you know, a lot of people would be flush, frustrated or flustered by that, but I honestly didn't miss out on any sleep. I actually got a good chance to be around um, my family and, you know, be able to get stronger relationships with people that, you know, actually care about a nigga. So that's more important than, you feel me, uh, being on the stage or doing anything. And I love my fans, and I've had the luxury of being able to end the pandemic and, I'm still doing what I love and I still, I'm still doing what I do. So that's just <clears throat> in in itself. That's like a blessing. You feel me? I always look at the positives. I don't try to look at it. Like it was a bad thing necessarily. Cause I might not have been ready for it. And you feel me? It, you know, that that's, that's what that could have been. So I could have been ready for it. I couldn't, but God knew. So he just made my path how he make it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, instead of focusing on the positive of any situation, that was let the negative take them out, bro. Like, you got to look at the positive in every situation. Yeah, bro. Because at the end of the day, if, if you got a negative mindset, you're going to attract that energy to you, and that's never good for nobody. And like I always tell my young homies, it's just like shit. It's just about what you can give to the world. It ain't about what the world can give to you, and that's game from Nipsey, you feel me? It's like more so you got to give your all to this shit. The game don't really owe you nothing. Nobody owes you anything. You feel me? Just just as much as I could be doing it, I could not be doing it. So I just take my blessings with 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 a smile. You feel me? Where do you keep the Grammy for racks in the middle at the crib? Where's it at? My office. That's a that's a man. It's a big big award, and that specific award just meant so much. I feel like to so many people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like uh, shout out to Hit Boy. Did you get in with Hit Boy at all? In in terms of like just recently, like I feel like. That record is so iconic. I feel like it'd only be right. Whatever project that's coming, you guys get gets get one on. I feel like we got a we got a lot of joints, but you feel me? It's just about timing and just figuring out what fits. You feel me? Like <clears throat> honestly, the racks in the middle shit. I had did that after I did like six songs with with Pluto. I had did that song and my voice was wasn't it wasn't um I could I was hoarse. You so, did six songs with Future. Yeah, hmm. that night and then when I ended up doing that one last one because. I had to get in with Hit, and cause we be just going. And after that initial first song, that was the first song I did with Hit Boy, and then we kept doing music. And so that's why I say it's like timing, because with that song, I, if Nipsey wouldn't have picked it, you know, I, I probably would have just been like, all right, that's another one we got, and yeah. we'll figure it out later. And I mean, honestly, you know, it's just about timing with this shit. Like it ain't, it ain't no, like with me and Mustard, it ain't really no pressure. Like we don't. Be like, oh, we gonna drop on these niggas, or we gonna sell this many records. Like, we've sold down there twenty million records together, and never been like, nigga, we have to sell these records. It just happens. It just happens organically. Yeah, yeah, y'all ain't like over overthinking it. That's what happens. People yeah. overthink shit. Yo, you, you, we just can't pass over yet. Six songs with Future in one night. Yeah, this kind of shit happens a lot. 
Or you'll hear like artists be like, yo, I got 25 songs with Kanye or some shit. It's like, yo, where do these songs end? Like, where are they at? Like, are, like, are we ever going to hear them? I mean, I'm just, I'm the type of guy, bro. I just work a lot. Like, I work a lot on my way to my radio station. Interviews and stuff I'm on the calls with. You feel me? The touring people. And I just, I just be working a lot. Workaholic. So I'm sure that I'm sure the live show is gonna be crazy on this. Definitely. I remember uh what's the venue in Hollywood? I can't think of the name, but it's the, the Palladium. same. Yeah, yeah, the Palladium that Nipsey sold out. Mm-hmm. I remember going to that first show you did and when you pulled out that piano. Exactly. That was a moment, bro. Yeah, appreciate that. That was like I felt like, damn, I'm gonna remember this shit in like twenty five. Like I remember when Roddy sold out the Palladium after Nipsey did it, you know yeah, what I'm saying? He pulled out that piano. Yeah, I remember when I did it with Nip, I actually ran into head and he was like, Bro. If I don't hear you in the streets, you suck. Like, said some shit like that. I, I was ready to whip that nigga ass. Shout like, out to Head, man. Head, <laughs> head, head gives that's you the hard truth. That's my nigga, though, but I was, I, was, I was ready to whip that nigga feet, bro. That's how he But he, he, he was telling the truth. Like, at the end of the day, that's how I treat it, too, now. Like, if I don't hear a nigga in the streets, if it ain't really buzzing like that, then it ain't making no noise. A nigga can believe in some shit as well. That's, that's another route. But when you're in that position where... You could really change a nigga life with the situations and the plugs you have. You gotta see if a nigga wanted or not. You know what I mean? That's real. Um, how many songs do you think you recorded in the last two and a half years? Countless, bro. I can't count. Like that. if you is it is it more than five hundred? Is yeah, it less bro. than two? Of course, like, it's more than five. It's more than five hundred. Yes. Is it close to a? Is it close to like seven fifty? Over that. Countless. I'm telling you, it's countless. I don't want to give a number. And all he recorded is countless. Because I I heard that like uh. You know, that you were just recording a lot, like recording yourself at home and shit. It's a lot, bro. At the end of the day, it's like shooting in the gym. I don't look at it like how people look at it, like, oh, it's a money thing, or you got to put music out and all this shit, bro. This is my lifestyle. This is what I do. My music be my therapy a lot of times, you know, to get me a, to stop thinking about shit. I just lay it on the wax, and it's cool. Like, it's over. I ain't, ain't got to think about it no more. It's somewhere. I can listen to how I feel. Music is like therapy. Time, time slots, too, where you can go back two years and, Listen to yourself. Listen to your pitch and where you was at and how you was thinking and all that type of shit. It's real. It's Sometimes real. when you're recording, you feel like you're like it's more like a diary for you. Like like yo, this is just like you could say that. Yeah, you could say that. Like I like like I might not ever put this shit out, but I know it's here. Like I can always yeah, you revisit. You can say it. that. It's just that's what I say. It's a lifestyle, bro. It ain't no. Like I don't make music to be like I gotta make a hit. I gotta like bro. This shit is a lifestyle for me. I just do this shit, bro. It's like Picasso. He ain't paint like oh, I'm gonna sell this shit for. You know, he just painted. He painted because he loves it. It's a lifestyle, bro. Do you engineer yourself at the crib? I can. That's I can. Dope. What's the home setup? Is it just like a, a M-Box or the, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the fucking thing with the wheel? The Apollo? What Chris, you I had to tell you. Well, yeah. Engineer, shout out to Chris. He, 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 I had to tell you because it done got so tedious at this point. Like, it ain't, like, we down there fly with a box of. You just have the studio in the box? Yeah, we be have the box and then. So we, you could do the hotel, you could do wherever. Yeah, we got the whole setup and then we record on the mic and it's cool. I like I record outside, bro. I tell a nigga all the time, bro. I record in the dumpster, bro. I, Is the C800 like your go-to vocal mic? I I, I, I go through I, I you know, I be here and there. Whenever I want to hear my voice a little different, I just try to figure out different 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 vibes and see how it because certain mics is warmer right certain shit sharper so i just be playing with shit bro i just be trying to figure it out myself it's just it's all an art it ain't no specific way to do this shit you know what i mean 100 percent, man yeah um do we know like do we have any idea 
any plans in terms of an album, another album? All these is albums at this point, bro. Like, it's all albums. It's all music stream. It's just all albums. I'm not a, like, it's mixtapes, yeah, whatever. It's mixtapes, albums, it's streams. It's whatever. We just put it out and I hope the fans love it more than anything. That's really my focus and make sure the project is cohesive. You feel me? Just whatever mm. it is. I just, because even from Feed the Streets, the first one is like just making sure it's it's a body and it ain't just the head over here, the leg over there, the, the motherfucking foot over there, the elbow over there. It's like, they got to make sure that shit is cohesive and together. You feel me? Of course, man. And I feel like um, you got plaques off each of the tapes, right? The first two tapes? Mm. I know Feed the Streets too is, was, was. Yeah, that's the one I got. I started getting shit on. Um, that one. Um, then we we got a, a late at night on the last one. I, done, I mean, every every project, I do my best to give them some good music. Are you fully like aware of like how much of a classic album? Please excuse me for being antisocial. Is like, are you aware of like how almost like goddamn perfect that project was? Like, or does or is, it, is it just for you? It's like, hey, it did what it was supposed to do. On to the next. Yeah, that's how I look at it. I feel like shit. It's just what it is. It ain't no. You know, it's glory in it. I love it. It's a great album. I can still listen to it to this day. And that's what the music is really about. I feel like that's what all your projects, you should strive for all your projects to be that. Like, can I still listen to this album year after year and time after time? That's what we shoot for. Yeah, I feel like uh, I haven't seen a project carry for as long as that album did. I feel like it felt like it was like a two-year run. Like, we was, man, here at the radio station, we was playing goddamn... Mm. The box and high fashion and power rotation, damn near two years after the fucking balling. I know balling's not on that album, but balling still is in power rotation like every three weeks here at Real ninety two three. It's like it's crazy, bro. Like the like your records research in a way that is like not normal to like a radio audience. It's fucking That's fire. It's 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 special, man. That's fire. I, I appreciate all the people listening, and you know y'all hold me down with this shit. You know what I'm For saying? Sure. So I appreciate everybody that's involved with that and. Like I said, bro, I just make the music that I want to hear a lot of the time. So that's why sometimes it change and we go through our different phases in life and shit. And it's cool. Like, you know, that's it's a lifestyle. That's why I'm pushing, like, it's more of a lifestyle for me. It's not, I'm trying to make this song be this. Like, that's why I feel like my music is separated from a lot of other people because I just make it based on where I'm at. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, you kicked off the second album, Sampling the Kanye shit, which was cinematic as fuck. Yeah. Great way to kick that project. That. that shit was, that shit gave me, I was like, oh man, that shit had me fucking amped. As soon yeah. as I, I remember I went and watched the new Spider-Man movie because it yeah. came out. Do you remember the new Spider-Man yeah, movie yeah, dropped the same out. day yeah, your album? Yeah, yeah. I got out from Spider-Man. I threw that bitch on. I was like, woo. Yeah. Um, did you like get your, I mean, obviously you and Kanye have had a, a very well-documented friendship over the last couple of years. Uh, you being on Donda. Um, but, was that something that you like played for him? Let him know, like, hey, you know, I kind of brought this joint back. I had um, told him the idea, but I felt like in that time and space, I didn't get the, when I got it fully done, I didn't get the chance to play it for him fully done. Rick Ross somehow is in my top 10, but he's some, somehow underrated still. I don't mm -hmm. know how it is. When we think of like the all time greats, right. I feel like not enough people say his fucking name. Yeah. Like Ross Rose, is him. I, he's I him dunking. Feel like Ross, if it wasn't for Ross, you know, it just. I felt like he held the streets down for for a good minute and you feel me? It's just like that was his vibe and he was just different and 
the Maybach music shit. Like that's why I bought my Maybach. I seen Nip have his Maybach and Rick Ross making the Maybach music. I, when I was young, before Nip had the Maybach, it was like when he did the Maybach music, it was more so like, what is a Maybach? Like, what I, is that? Yo, that yeah. run when he had obviously there was like deeper than rap, but then Teflon Dawn and the, yeah. the MMG project yeah. self made one and yeah. two. Yeah. Fuck. And shout out to Gunplay, who's also yeah. underrated. Gunplay's yeah. a fucking beast, man. Roddy, I want to say, bro, you could ask anybody, uh, your close circle, Bird, whoever, Dallas. I talked to everybody about you, and I want to say to you, bro, that you are a special human being bro your your artistry is crazy and i Appreciate always tell it. people it's very i feel like it's almost impossible for you to make a bad record mm -hmm. and there's not nice. a lot of people who are um who i feel that way about mm. i feel like post malone's one of those guys i just feel like your tone your melodies and like i want you to know bro fuck what people think because i know there was a point in time where you like deleted the gram and you kind of were off social media and you know i don't know whatever reasoning you had but like man listen bro keep doing you bro I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, sir. Roddy Rich, Bootleg Kev. There 100%. it is. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.